Hello, and welcome to Mimosas with Hermosa. Today, I have another special guest named Caitlin Adams. Caitlin and I um, have been friends for years, and she is running a successful photography business. Um, she mostly does weddings, but she has done my senior pictures, my styled shoots for my company, um, and she just does everything, and she's extremely talented. So welcome, Caitlin. Thank you, Bailey. It's so awesome to finally be here. I know. We've been talking about it for so long. <laughs> I know. And I'm just so proud of you that we're that you got this going. It's exciting. Thank you. Of course. Um, so if you want to do a little introduction about yourself and just kind of let the listeners know who you are. Yeah. So like Bailey said, my name is Caitlin. Um, I... Moved to Kremlin when I was nine years old and Bailey was my first friend. Um, <laughs> I slipped and fell in front of her and that was that if that doesn't tell you who I am as a person, I don't know what will. Um, so there there began a beautiful friendship of now like 17 years. Um, but so yeah, so grew up in the mountains and um, didn't really know kind of what I wanted to do in life. I wanted to be an engineer for NASA space shuttles for a while. <laughs> I wanted to be a teacher and then I wanted to go in the army and then I wanted to be a softball player. Um, so there was a lot of different avenues. Um, and I was pretty grateful for my family that just kind of let me explore everything. And then I guess my senior year hit and I received a camera for the first time. So I started taking pictures and I fell in love with it. Um, I begged all my friends to let me take pictures of them and then started taking senior pictures like Bailey said. She was my first client, my first real client. Um, and then I also had back surgery that year. So it kind of put a lot of my other plans on hold. Um, so on a kind of on a whim, I applied for a professional photography program at uh, Colorado Mountain College in Glenwood and I got in. Um, so that was a two and a half or two year program, um, which I love it there so much. They taught me um, a million and a half things, which I'm forever grateful for. Um, and then shortly after college, I booked a one way ticket to Southeast Asia and spent most of 2016 kind of gallivanting <laughs> around not really didn't have a plan I had a I had like three t-shirts two pairs of pants a couple pair of underwear and my camera gear to my name at that point I had sold my car I had took all my savings out I just needed that I, I knew I needed that trip in my life for some reason um so yeah so fast forward several months later several amazing adventures later I landed back in the states and I was still obviously in photography but at that point I was just doing like landscape um travel photography wasn't doing a lot of portraits besides like people I would just meet on the road um and that kind of I kind of went in and out I didn't do photography a whole lot those next couple of years um but then I booked my first big wedding um, in 2018, um, shout out to Reno and Quincy. Um, <laughs> so, and they booked me and, um, and that was my first big wedding as Caitlin Diana photography. And that was kind of the moment I knew that I was like, yeah, this is what I want to do. Like I want to do portraits. And so for the past, oh gosh, like almost, you know, three years now, I've been working my butt off trying to get to the point of full time, which I was finally able to go full time back in March, which is such a blessing. Um, but yeah, I have been working towards this business for now seven years and it's finally in fruition and I'm finally gaining the confidence 
that I've always wanted to gain in my work and my clients. And I'm fully booked out this year, which is amazing being my first full year or first time full first year full time. Um, But yeah, so that's like a little bit about my journey and about just a little taste of who I am as a whole forest I swear there's not just one like dynamic of Caitlin Adams you can ask Bailey that um I feel like you need to like write a book like I feel like you would be the person that would like write a biography and people would just buy it because like you're such a fascinating personality and we could not be more opposite like if we're being totally honest here like we are total opposite it's very true yeah <laughs> but we get friends, along yeah. so well because like oh yeah like, what I am strong in you are not and vice versa and so we have a really yes. good working relationship and friendship that kind of just balances each other <laughs> yes I totally agree and I feel like I surround myself with a lot of people that are much more like grounded than I am on purpose because I need that like I need people in my life to be like hey slow down a second like let's regroup kind of thing and like people that can plan like that's why you and I are such like so good together because you're the planner obviously and like you (laughs) can get things in cement and I'm like yeah I'll I'll take a flight like I'll be there tomorrow like yes I'll do that (laughs) but I have no idea how I'm gonna get there I'll just do it you know what I mean so I think that's why, you know, especially you and I work so well together. And, but, but yeah, I think that's so funny writing a book because my friend told me that too. And I was like, man, I don't even know how I'd be able to do that. That book would be all over the place. (laughs) I would. You might need to hire somebody to like organize the chapters, but the content is all you. Oh, I just, I end up in the weirdest situations in life. And like, I, I look back on it and I'm like, how in the heck did I survive a burning bus in the middle of Thailand in the mid, like in the middle of Thailand and ran down an interstate and then made my flight in the morning to Vietnam? Like, I don't know. It just happened. And like, I just don't think twice about these things. And then I talk about it out loud. I'm like, girl, you have like, you have done some things in your life already at 26. Well, and it's so interesting too, because like the group of friends that I have here in Texas, like, mm-hmm they're like they're all built like me where we're like type a and like to plan things out but then mm-hmm. their friends outside of our little circle are very similar to you like free spirit and so like I feel like everybody has to have like a Caitlin type person in their life and <laughs> yes. everybody needs to have a Bailey type person to just because like I envy a lot of things about you like I wish I could book a one-way ticket to we all know that is never no <laughs> bailey would have a panic attack <laughs> i wouldn't even make it to the airport no totally honest which is okay because like then because then again like i need that like structure in my life and that's why i have people and that's why i have to hire people in my professional world to like keep me on track because like like you know, with social media, emails, like all that stuff, like I can't keep track of it. And I can't sit down at a computer for longer than 20 minutes without wanting to go sweep up the, like, I'm literally looking at a pile of dust on my patio. That's driving me crazy because I'm like, I need to go sweep that up right now. So like, you know what I mean? So like, I don't have structure in my brain, good old, you know? And so I just, yeah, we need people in our lives that balance this out for sure. So let's, you kind of gave me a really good segue. So let's talk about your small business because you just said that you went full time. Yep. And you and I are in the same industry, but different parts of it. Um, And so talk about 
like let's talk about your favorite parts first so you're a full-time wedding photographer what is your favorite part of what you do Oh my gosh. Honestly, it's just my clients. Like I have the raddest people that I get to be a part of such, it's such an honor. I don't think people realize how much of an honor it is to be able to capture someone's wedding. Like it's a huge deal for us. And like to be able to have that trust in us and to know that like, they're going to be looking back on these pictures the rest of their lives. And so I think like it's 90% of what I'm stoked about with my job is my clients. And Cause I get burnt out. Like I get burnt out in like the behind the scenes portion of my business. Um, but the part that never burns me out is the people. And of course, like the traveling that comes hand in hand, um, getting to like be able to see these new places that I've never seen before gets me really excited. Um, but, but yeah, just like the connection that I get to make with these people that I would have never met unless I, worked in the wedding industry you know and so so yeah so I think it's just like a very honorable thing to do is being able to be part of someone's wedding because they have thousands of people to choose from and just being able to be the chosen photographer or the you know even in your case like the chosen planner is like it's a huge you know blessing but it doesn't really stress me out all that much like some people are like oh it must be so stressful being a wedding photographer but honestly like of course at the beginning it was like obviously when you're first starting out but like now like I just have such a good connection with my clients and that's not bragging or anything it's just like I just have such cool people that hire me that it's never stressful because we're all on the same wavelength you know right well and I think that's one a huge thing to find because I think you found your calling and a lot of people may not find that in their lifetime and so like it's so like when you're at peace at what you do even though it's a stressful job I think you're you're there I think you've made it and And that's what I think too and that's what's like very like makes me like calm down sometimes because it's hard to get like worked up about being a small time, like a small business owner. You get so wrapped up in everything. And I think what humbles me the most is just knowing that. Cause like I, I was talking about it the other day. So if you think about it, like I'm not going to be a photographer for the rest of my life. That's the realistic fact about it. Like, I don't know how many years I'm going to be in this game, but it's not going to be for the rest of my life. But these people that I capture, they're going to be looking at these pictures for the rest of their lives. So if I can invest all of myself in what I'm producing right now, rather than getting caught up in my own, like, oh, I don't have enough followers. Oh, I'm not doing, you know, I don't think I'm doing well enough. Like you can get very selfish in the game. But if you just like maintain that mindset of like, this isn't about you, like my business, like as much as it is about me, it's not at all because my clients come before me, like at any aspect of my day, you know what I mean? So it's a very like interesting balance being in this industry because yes, I'm trying to promote myself and promote my work, but like it's the people that make my business who it is. Right. Or what it is. And it's, it's so, and I've said this to you a bazillion times, so I'm going to tell everybody else too. It is so fascinating to watch you work because I've seen you in multiple situations now and I'm definitely going to tell the New Mexico story because it's <laughs> yes. a good one. But like, okay, so for instance, I was working with my dear friend, another Caitlin, Caitlin Farmer, for her wedding. And um, her photographer backed out, um, like literally the Friday before her Saturday wedding. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> and, 
me like this is my first gig like I didn't know it was like I'm gonna I was gonna be a coordinator at this deal long story short but I ended up being the coordinator and all of a sudden we were without a photographer so we were going like through all the options like is the uncle gonna take the pictures am I gonna take the pictures and then Caitlin can edit them later like what are we gonna do and so I got Caitlin on the phone mind you there's no service at this point so I called her on Snapchat because we have internet connection (laughs) I called her on Snapchat and I said what are you doing tomorrow and she's like well I just scheduled a shoot um what's up and I was like can you be in New Mexico so she rescheduled her shoot, which, first of all, whatever couple that was, thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she rescheduled an engagement shoot. Literally got on a plane within two, I think it was two hours of the uh-huh. phone call. Took three planes to get to BFE, <laughs> New Mexico, and a rental car and a four-hour drive. And she showed up Saturday morning, brought on <laughs> which I don't know how she did it, and walked into that room, and all of the, like, people that she was going to photograph that day felt at home with Caitlin and they've never met this person I hadn't seen you in what over two years mm-hmm. at that point and everybody was just at peace with Caitlin like Caitlin vibed with everybody and it was a whole room of just way different personalities and all of a sudden everybody was settled they were Aww. comfortable with Caitlin they were like warm and fuzzy and they were having a great time I mean we were having mimosas and then you know like we got through the wedding and we were at the reception and they adopted Caitlin like <laughs> she'd been their friend forever and so yep. now like everybody wants Caitlin to do their wedding and unfortunately you can't do Caitlin's sister's <laughs> wedding but it's just crazy to see you work and see you so good at what you do and such a good vibe that people just I wish people could meet you over the internet before they book you because like you would be booked for the rest of your life oh oh my gosh that is so sweet and like I think that's one of my like favorite things about like I was saying like if I can create that connection which I've always been very good at with people but I also like struggle with pretty severe anxiety so it's always been a hard thing to overcome thinking like oh my gosh they're gonna think I'm too much like they're gonna think this of course like overthinking everything but this industry has like helped me immensely overcome not only my personal anxiety but social anxiety and like knowing that I can walk in a room and connect with people and like just know that like I'm there to like make like make sure they have a good time like is so awesome to hear but also like it's nice to feel that you know like just knowing that I have that impact on people so that was really nice to hear thank you you're welcome yeah and it's all true I mean and then you know we had a styled shoot Hermosa did and it was my first quote-unquote event official like open for business my trailer was built like this was my whole life plan coming to fruition and of course I chose Caitlin as my photographer because who else would I choose (laughs) thank you and you know you came into a group of like 12 people that I have been friends with for three years you know so we had that relationship and you came in and like you all of a sudden had a relationship with these people and it was just so like you just every time I work with you I don't have to be nervous about you know, are you going to be comfortable in front of the camera? Are you going to, like, make the couple feel good? I don't have to worry about that. 
And I think that's like the biggest key in photography success. It's not your Instagram following, which in this day and age, it is important. Also, like, and your quality of work is really, really, really good. Like, there's, I would hire you for everything if I could, but yeah, (laughs) it's just, it's that feeling that you give. Thank you. Is why people hire you. I really think that's true. And that's what like, and so like this year alone, like six of my weddings are because I met people at a wedding. So like I met them and they were a bridesmaid or they were a friend at a wedding. And so like, just knowing that that's why people hire me, I would rather have that any day. Like I would rather have someone be like, I'm only hiring you because I think you're a rad person. Obviously, I hope they hire me because I'm a good photographer, too. But (laughs) like, you know, like, I'd rather them hire me for those reasons than any other like, trendy social media reason. You know what I mean? And like, nothing against anyone who like uses social media to boost their business, because I do too, like we have to because that's the generation that we're in. But like, I know more photographers who are like happy and successful in their field with less than 5,000 photographers or 5,000 followers than like over, you know, 10 or 20,000 followers. So like, I think social media can taint people's perspective on success of a business because just because someone has like a follower is not a dollar. One follower does not equal money. (laughs) Like maybe 10% of those people that follow you maybe will hire you for some type of photography reason. Um, But I, and again, like, I know it's like, it's hard to think about because that's the world we're in, but like we like, it it just, it consumes people needing that validation of like, Oh, I have all these different followers. But like, if I have to put the, social media on a back burner for a week and a half to catch up with like emails text messages uh, editing galleries all those different things then I will like social media is not my main priority my clients are so if like I'm finding myself like not becoming connected as connected with my clients because I'm focusing too much on my social media then social media is going to go away for a second you know yeah so I feel like but it but again it's hard because that's it's free advertisement you know that's right how we're gonna get people to book us is to see us there first and then see our personalities through our social media and then hopefully hire us after that so it's a double-edged sword like owning a small business especially in this generation is just like people are so phone obsessed and so social media obsessed they want that person that has the 10,000 followers versus the 1500 you know 1500 followers even though the quality of work might be less or better so yeah I I'm struggling with that balance because like for 2021 because I I still have a full-time job besides what I'm doing Mm -hmm. and so like I have to make sure that the people who do hire me are getting the right attention and the events are you know being done well like I would love to just do this full-time but right now it's not in my cards so for 2021 with the capacity that I have I am booked yeah okay yeah but you go to my social media and it's great because I have Caitlin's pictures on there Uh and I've started doing reels and all the stuff that you're supposed to do but I have less than 500 followers but I'm still booked like exactly and so you know it it is this constant struggle and it is a constant anxiety causer because I'm like man this other event planner has like 10,000 followers and she's doing this full time and you know she's just living the life I want but then I look back and it's like, I'm living the life that I want. Exactly. I, you know, if, <laughs> if, if 250 
people on your Instagram is low. Think about it this way. If 250 people walked in my house right now, yeah. I would be completely overwhelmed. Exactly. Exactly. It's not about quality. It's, or it's not about quantity. It's about quality. Right. Like it goes with almost every single business you think like a restaurant, a, you know, being an event planner, being a photographer, like it's about not about quantity. It's about quality. And then the, and then once you build that quality of relationship with people, then the quantity will come. So right. like, it is like paying your dues in a way, you know, like it is just like, like for me, it's taken me seven years to finally get off the ground and pay my dues as a photographer. And, be and a quote unquote, overnight success overnight yeah. being seven years. Yeah, exactly. So people see me as like, Oh, you go full time. Like, that's so awesome. Like, I'm like, yeah, but also it's, it's exhausting. And it's taken me so long. And I, I wouldn't have it any other way. I love it so much. But it's like people don't see the behind the scenes stuff that happens. They might just see like, again, <clears throat> the highlight reel of social media, they see the traveling, the getting to meet all these different people, this, this and this or like, this person has this many followers, oh, they must be like booked all the time. And it's like, that, that doesn't mean it's true. You know, it's like, don't, don't go to social media to like see someone's ranking in a business. Yeah, don't skew your perspective on how good you're doing based on how somebody else is doing. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's hard, like, especially, you know, in the photography and videography world, like, you're constantly feeling like imposter syndrome, but you're also feeling like I'm not doing enough or I'm not, oh, why aren't I doing a styled shoe in Iceland right now? Oh, why am <laughs> I not doing this? Why am I not doing this? And it's like, it's because it's not your turn. And yeah. like, I'm literally looking at this quote on my phone right now that says, some of y'all don't clap for others. And that's why it'll never be your turn. Because right. if you're not sitting there doing the work internally and then praising other people because they, yeah, they are probably more successful than you right now because that's it. Cause they've done the work you right. haven't seen all the time and the hours behind it, but comparing yourself to someone that's been doing it for seven years versus six months is like so skewed. And that's not, it's not realistic, you know? Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And like my first full year of business will be in October and it's, been a great year so far and it's you know there's unique events that I get to do that a lot of other planners or coordinators won't like yeah. um, my friends hired me to do and it's like such a cool event and I'm so excited it's a wedding reception because they got married during COVID and so they had to cut their guest list so they're mm -hmm. redoing that and a cattle sale and a concert and it's like who else gets to do that <laughs> like, yeah no yeah exactly like and then like it's just about making the connection with the people like the people come first in our businesses yeah. so like if you would have never known them or met them then that, this would never would have happened or also if you had never taken the leap to start this business yeah then you would have never had that opportunity to do that right so okay. I think it go ahead whatever drives you whether it's like your faith or your like if you're a spiritual person whatever it is like whatever drove you to create the business and I saw this quote the other day and I loved it will drive the customers to you oh yeah and like or I love that one where it's like think about the little girl that started like they that's mostly like I was like a sports quote but it has like it's realistic in your everyday life too it's like why did you start this like what's the reason like I'm not a money driven person. Of course, I love money and it's nice to have it. It's nice Same. to be comfortable, <laughs> you know, but I'm not a money driven person. Like, 
that's why I have such a hard time. Like I should probably raise my prices because it's not realistic, but I just feel like I want people to have the opportunity to have a photographer that believes in them and believes in their story and like wants to tell it in an authentic way versus charging someone twice as what I do and being more money hungry than business, like being, being more money hungry than like authentic to my couples, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. Because when you came down to do the style shoot for me, I was freaking out about paying you. Like that was my number one concern. Mm -hmm. But your number one concern was taking care of me and doing the best job you could to represent my ability. Yeah. And so like, I am forever grateful for that. And, you know, like, at the end of the day, I was bawling because it was like my whole dream came true. Yeah, exactly. You made it happen. And at the end of the day, you didn't give two flying figs if you got paid <laughs> or not because we were all just having the best time ever. Yeah. And yeah, getting paid is great. And it's, but Nece- small business, it's necessary, right. like obviously. Because you're doing a trade or a skill or, you yeah. know, providing a service, but it gets really sticky. And I think you found this out when you first started too, because that's where I'm at. It gets really sticky with friends. Yes. Yes. <laughs> because and, yep. you know that they're doing it for you and like trying to help you. And so you don't want to overcharge them because really it's promotion for you, yep. but you can't not take any money because you gotta eat. <laughs> Pay the bills. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's like, that's a huge part of it and like not but it's so funny because 90% of the time my friends are the last people to ever ask for a discount for anything for free like my friends and family like obviously like my close family I've always I'm always going to do it for free for them those kinds of things but like I've never had a situation where someone I'm close to is like how will you do a friends and family discount for me it's like no the only people that ever do that are people like I might not know or that like expect you know, a discount or expect you to like ask them for less money. So I I think that's a mindset to have too, is like, I, again, like if I'm, if I'm in the place financially and physically where I can help somebody like help you out or help somebody out to do a style shoot and they're like, yeah, I don't know if I can pay you. I'm like, that's fine. Like, that's the least of my concern right now. Like, let's make some cool stuff. Like, and then you know, if we ever figure it out, that's fine. If not, that's fine too. Like, I don't like, that's the last thing that's ever on my mind is, oh my gosh, like, or, you know, going over in time for weddings. They're like, well, what happens if I'm like an hour over? I was like, honestly, usually like I do have it planned out throughout the whole day, but I'm like probably going to go over your session time, to be honest with you, because I'm so stoked about shooting. And like, I get so excited about photo shoots. Like, I'm going to be the one that makes us go an hour past your session time. So, right. But I, and I'm not going to sit there and be like, Oh, nope, sorry. That's an extra hundred dollars. That's an extra yeah. $50. So I think that's a hard part too, is being a small business owner is you sometimes want to be money hungry, but that's just not yeah. something I've ever been driven by. And yeah. I mean, we, like I said before, I've literally lived out of ba- a backpack with five things to my name so I'm perfectly content with doing that again (laughs) and making and just making art yeah and that's it's so interesting too because when you start a small business and this is my third one like this Mm -hmm. is not new news to me yes like when you start a new business you actually really do figure out who your actual friends are because 
And I say that because it happened to me today. My friend Emily, mm-hmm. um, she wanted an extra crazy cow t-shirt. And she was like, how much is it? And I was like, no, 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 like you modeled for me. Like, don't worry about it. Like it's promotion, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, no, how much is your t-shirt? And we fought about it for probably <laughs> 20 minutes. And finally she just Venmoed me because I was being a brat. But, you know, and then, you know, all my friends like in my circle, they all purchase a t-shirt or they, you know, buy a sticker or whatever. Yeah, it is, whatever or share my stuff on Facebook. And then the people that, you know, you think are your friends and, like, say that they support you want a t-shirt for free so they can promote you. And it's just a different, like, you really yeah. start to sort out yep. who is there for you when you start a business. Exactly. And I feel like just staying true to who do you who you are and, like, being, you know, setting boundaries is such a big part of owning a business. Like, just knowing when to say no. And I feel like that's hard in, like, my personal life anyways so doing that in a business I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings but it's also like again like I'm trying to run a business it's not just a you know oh like I can I'm not gonna be able to travel for four hours and take pictures for three hours and then travel (laughs) back home for free like I just realistically cannot do that so it's like just learning what like how to say no but again, the people that are in the industry they're not going to take advantage of you in that way you know so like people that know how much time and work for it goes for us to do things they're going to be willing to pay right and so but that goes back to like my clients like I feel guilty raising my prices because I know how hard it is financially to afford things um and thinking about somebody that like is willing to sacrifice good photos on their wedding day because they can't afford it that breaks my heart so it's like I just hate the fact of like, like raising my prices. And I know I need to like, because I need to pay my bills. But I'm also like, man, like, I would hate to like, get that, like, have that feeling in your gut, like you can't have the photographer you want, because you just you can't afford them. Like, honestly, that seems really silly to me in my head. So it's like a definitely a dilemma that I have in my professional world, like, okay, what's a good like, balance to have middle ground yeah Yeah. and I offer things to you know to people I'm always like if you need you know payment plans like I'll give you a hundred thousand options if you need it if you really want to book me because that's what I want I want to be there for you so right and that goes back to like the original content of like people hire you because of who you are again your work is amazing I'm not discrediting you but like I hire Caitlin Adams because it's Caitlin Adams like that's what I want to do. And so uh, any small business person out there, you just have to find your niche. Uh huh. You have to not worry about the social. I mean, you've got to take care of the social media. You got to do what yes. you got to do. I mean, it is marketing. It is free. It is the day and age that we're in, but not getting swept up in that, figuring out your circle and also just doing what you do best. And it's going to come, it's going to, it's going to happen exactly and like that's where I feel like allowing your business to grow organically and authentically is really like really important because and again we're gonna keep saying this but like it's not that social media is not important because it really is and it's fun like it should be fun like it used to be you know it should be fun to show off your work or show off your clients those kinds of things but I think it gets taken to a whole another level where people get obsessed with followers and get obsessed with oh like 
I need this person to follow me or this person to like my photos or things like that. And it's like, are those people like really that important in your everyday life? Like, you know what I mean? Like, obviously I want people to follow me, but I'd rather people like have a genuine connection with me than like just see the number on my Instagram. So, yeah. So with the Instagram struggle, there's also a lot of other struggles with small business, but it really depends on the person too. You and I have different anxieties in life mm-hmm. and different triggers and stresses. Mm-hmm. And so how do you, I mean, especially this day and age, like we're overwhelmed with social media. We're in our comparison generation is what I call it. Mm-hmm. Like I will compare myself to everybody, even if we're not even in the same yep. realm of yep. <laughs> And so it just stresses me out that, and I've always been that way. And you know, that is like, okay, I got to get to the next step. Got to get to the next step. Got to mm-hmm. go to college. And then I got to get a job. And then once I get a job, I got to do this and this and this. And so here I am and I'm at peace because I finally found what I'm supposed to do. But people who are working towards that are, you know, in it and they're not realizing that they found it. How do you, how do you cope with the overwhelmingness of life itself, but running a small business too? Well, I definitely don't have it figured out. Um, but <laughs> I think like you learn to like my, my, one of my favorite things I've ever heard is confidence is more self-acceptance of where you are, not where you think you should be. So I think just knowing, like recognizing like where you're at in your life, like you are, if you're working hard and if you're passionate and if you are happy with your life, then you're doing it right. Like you are allowed to wear a dirty t-shirt and leggings and your hair does not have to be done every single day to look put together and successful, you know? So I think social media definitely paints this picture where you have to like wear certain things and do certain things and I definitely get caught up in it and I get mad anxiety looking at other people and thinking I'm not doing enough in life. And that's always been a problem in my own mind. Um, And with my own mental illness struggles um, is just never thinking I was enough or never thinking I was doing enough. Um, But it's, it's hard to try to separate your personal feelings about yourself versus your business. And so I think just again, like recognizing no, like this is where I am in my life. Just because I'm looking at a phone screen at somebody else's highlight reel does not mean that they're not going through struggles. And so, but I think that's, what's interesting about our generation is that we had both. We had, we grew up without technology or without social media. And we just got into social media when we got to like college, like late high school, college. Mm -hmm. And, but even before that, like I've had anxiety my whole life and I've had depression most of my life. And I was officially diagnosed two years ago when I finally went to and got some treatment for it. But I think once I started reaching out for help and once I started surrounding myself with people who don't, they don't just sit there and cheer me on all the time, but they also are relatable and I can go to them and be like, Hey, I'm struggling right now. Like, can we talk? Or, you know, I I'm starting to surround myself by people with people who are like-minded, who push me, who motivate me, but who also are compassionate towards my feelings and my emotions. And so I think that's the 
biggest, biggest thing is you're not your social media circle that you have, even though I've made some great friends over social media, but like your personal circle that you have, that's what you need to focus on because the, the main five people that you hang out, uh, you know, you hang out with are who you reflect. So if you're feeling down in the dumps, if you're feeling like a little sluggish about yourself, like take a, just like reflect on your environment and see what's going on. And then also, um, like with my faith, like I've definitely turned to God a lot more in the past couple of years. And he's like, obviously helped guide me a lot more than he had most of my life. And that's because of my own internal struggles. Um, but yeah, I feel like, I just feel like with social media and with anxiety, there's so much we can get caught up in, but you think about it in 10 years, like we think of my space, my space was <laughs> so important to us back. Oh, in... my, my background song oh, was yeah. my number one priority. <laughs> oh yeah. And your top eight people and your cool oh, layouts yeah. that you got to have. Yeah. That was our number one priority in before we even knew that's what social media was like, that was our whole life. And now look at it. No one even like, it's a joke now. My space is so where everyone is so obsessed with social media right now. But you, in 10, 15 years, if social media no longer exists in your world, are you still going to be happy and content with yourself and with your business and the people you're surrounded with? Or is your whole life surrounded by trying to influence people, not influence, because obviously that's a whole other realm and they that's, that's a that's whole a, other job like that's yeah a and that's a business <laughs> influencers I don't think also people don't realize influencers that is their business that is yeah. not them who they are as a person of course their personality comes through their Instagram but when you look at somebody that has all these awesome PR packages coming in all the time they have lip injections Botox they get to go to all these free resorts all these things like that's their job that is yeah. straight up their job that is not like that's not easy for them. Like they've worked also equally as hard to get where they're at. And so anyways, I just kind of went on a, on a tangent. So <laughs> back to the original is just like, I think ma- managing anxiety and taking control of your mental health is very important. Um, obviously for obvious reasons, but also realizing like, please just don't let Instagram control your mental health. Like if it is starting to cause you anxiety, delete it for five days, delete it. Just get rid of it. Get away from it for a while. Go reconnect with yourself, reset, and then come back. I have, I do that like once a month easily. I delete my social medias and then come back a couple days later when I'm like, okay, you're, I like, I'm a parent to myself. I'm like, yeah. Okay. You get to go in timeout for a minute because you're acting ridiculous and your anxiety is bad because of people you don't even know. Let's come back a little bit later when we thought about this. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And there's so many influences besides social media that cause that. Like for instance, my job, my job, I just moved into the IVF lab two months ago and you saw the difference in me from Caitlin Farmer's wedding in November to my styled shoot in March. Yeah. And it was like a whole different part. Like I was back to the original Bailey Palmer, mm-hmm. bubbly, happy to be alive thing. Yeah. And I think part of it was what I call this hustle culture that mm-hmm. I am over. I'm very I hate over. the word hustle. I hate Me the word too. hustle. It's ridiculous. <laughs> because what we are doing, yeah, it's hustling. We're grinding. We're busting our behinds and I've wanted to say a different word yes. but <laughs> busting our behinds to make it work for us 
but I don't like the hustle culture that comes with it. Like if you aren't working eight jobs and if you aren't good on social media and if you aren't killing it at your full-time job and if you aren't taking extra classes to get another degree and And also cooking dinner and also going to the gym and also getting your hair done and your nails done and it's so ridiculous like then you're failing no it's ridiculous I 100% agree because that's the that's the thing it's like if you don't have balance in your own life if you aren't happy and content with most aspects in your life and again life is gonna throw you wrenches like no doubt about it but if you're burning like me like I literally I have so much anxiety in the mornings because I have to I wake up at 5 30 between 5 30 and 6 a.m and I feel like I have to get into my office and work until the sun goes down like I have this mindset of like if I'm not in there all day people are gonna think I'm slacking as a business owner but it's like I have to force myself to leave my phone in my office for two hours. I take my dog for a walk. I do some stretches. I eat a good breakfast. I hang out with my boyfriend. I take the time to make sure my actual real life is doing well before focusing on my business. Because if I'm not well, then my business is going to fail hundred percent. Cause it's um, an extension of you. Like, yeah, hundred. Yes, exactly. And so if you're not focusing on your, like what you prioritize in life, like, it sounds so minuscule, but like, if you love like coffee and chai, then make sure you spend 10 minutes making your coffee and actually enjoying it instead of sipping on it while you're looking at emails or looking at this, like sit outside, enjoy your coffee. If that's something you love to do, just do it. And that's, yeah. what's hard is like just doing it. Cause you read about it, you see it. You're like, I don't have time for that. Like I need to do things. It's like, no, you have to make time. Like you have to make time for yourself because one you're going to let, you cannot let other people control your happiness and control like how your life is going because you are the only person that is stuck with yourself for the rest of your life. That's the real, <laughs> that's the reality of it because family, it's just you and you. Yeah, boo. <laughs> yeah exactly. Cause friends might leave, boyfriends might leave, you know, family's going to die. Family will move away. Like that's the reality of our, like the being alive. And so I feel like just taking a step back and just being like, okay, like, let's check in with myself for a minute. And I'll take days, I'll take mental health days, because they're like, last week, I had a day I woke up, and I was instantly anxious, and I was trying to work, and then I was getting worked up about it. And it wasn't nothing was working right for me. So I said, you know what, I'm gonna put my phone away, my computer's getting shut off. And the rest of the day, I'm just gonna go hike and drive and go do some things that I enjoy. Then the next day I came back and I was good. Like I was I was like, okay, now I feel like I can like be there for my clients and show up for, you know, who I need to show up for. Right. And I feel like we've like, we have similar stories, but different triggers of bad mental health. Like, oh yeah. From, for people looking at my life from the outside, I have great parents. I have the best parents in the whole world. Yes. I have. Shout you know, out Wes great... Lisa. <laughs> hey, what up? Wes <laughs> Lisa. <laughs> and I had a really, really good upbringing. I was successful in 4-H. I was successful at school. I was successful. Mm-hmm. I was successful. You know, I started two business. I had a boutique in college. I had a welding company in high school. Like from the outside looking in, there was no reason for Bailey Palmer to be messed up in the brain mm-hmm. but the reality was is that to achieve all of that I completely lost myself I lost mm-hmm. myself in my work my first big kid job out of college like 
I just buried myself into that work and I was miserable. Like I would call my parents crying every day and like they were to the point that they were straight up concerned Mm -hmm. about what was going on and I couldn't pinpoint what it was. And then so I thought, well, maybe a different job is going to change that. So I had a great opportunity. I moved to this new job. I moved to Texas and I got into that same state of mind. I'm like, I even had the best of friends. Like you've met them. I have Mm -hmm. the best friends. And they were there for me and that helped, but I was still in that state of mind of like, something is wrong. Mm-hmm. And the whole reason was, is I was forcing myself to be an extrovert and a customer service person and a, you know, 24 seven at your service person. That was my job. Yeah, I, I had to be on my phone all day, every day serving clients. And the reality is, is I am extremely introverted. Mm-hmm. Oh and yeah. It, It took me 26 years to realize that I love people in doses. Like that's why this event deal is perfect because I get to be type A. I get to work by myself. I get to really just do a great job. And then I get to work the event and be with the people. And then I come home and detox and decompress and start over. And it's not a constant 24 hours. And so all of a sudden... I'm a new person. Like I want to go do things. I have energy. My parents are happy to talk to me on the phone because I'm not going to have a meltdown. Like, and it's just, you know, people in high school and in college never knew I was struggling. I didn't even know I was struggling. Yeah. That's a hard realization to make. And that's a big step is like just realizing like, oh, not everyone feels like this. Like, oh, okay. Like you think it's normal the way you're feeling. And so you're like, and especially with the like the world we're in it's like everyone's always posting about how they have anxiety how they are depressed how they are this and it's like oh okay so like what I'm dealing with isn't that bad so like just suck it up and like you'll be fine and it's like no like what you're going through is just as important as what everyone else is going through and so but like you said like change sometimes like you can have the best paying job you can have the best relationship you can have a house you can have your whole future lined up and like me I was just not I was still not content and still not happy with my life and I you know changing just because I changed a job doesn't mean that I'm gonna be happy all of a sudden it's like you have to work on yourself so much throughout your entire life like it never stops it's not like you just find the end-all cure-all you know but I do feel like so yeah so like with you and I like being similar and different in so many ways. Cause like growing up, I grew up in a house where I had a single mom for most of my life. And then we moved to Kremlin and there was a lot of things that happened in my world that caused a lot of PTSD, which causes my anxiety and my severe depression. And I, it's taken me 26 years to finally like find <laughs> the ways that I can manage all of these mental illnesses that I deal with without medications without having to take it out on other people that don't deserve that and finding ways that I can be happy with myself and I think that's where genuine joy it's not this false happiness it's like genuine man I am just happy to be here today yeah just like being able to if you can just sit somewhere and just be like content with yourself for five minutes like you're doing pretty good with your like with things (laughs) right now you know and like But again, like, 
with men I think there's also like I'd like to point out there's a huge difference in mental health and mental illness um mental health is definitely in my perspective I'm obviously not a professional but in my perspective mental health is very much um environmental factors that affect your stress levels your serotonin um it can it can spike things um however mental illnesses um are chemical imbalances and there are people that actually deal with these from on a severe level. And so like, and I'm not saying that one is worse than the other because they're all so, everyone is so different with their spectrum of mental health and mental illnesses. Um, But I do think it's important to remember that there is a difference. And so when people are saying like, oh, mental health day or like, oh, self-care Sunday, whatever. It's like your self-care Sunday is going to look a lot different than someone else's self-care Sunday. You know, like a face mask is not going to cure my panic attacks, like those kind of things. So I think just like for personal reflection, it's good to realize like, okay, there's a difference. Like, and if it is severe enough, like in my, in my, you know, world, I, there was a few points in my life where there was moments where it was very dark and I sought help. And then I realized like, oh, there's actually some imbalances in my body that I need to take care of. And if I don't take care of them, then my mental health is going to affect my mental illnesses. And then I'm going to go on a downward spiral. Um, And so I think, and also being a business owner, it's so hard because I, I constantly felt so embarrassed. I was like, oh my gosh, no one can know that like I have depression because they're going to think I'm, they I can't. Book you. Yeah. They're like, on the, oh my gosh, they're not going to book me because I have mental illnesses. And like, that is not the case in any way, shape or form. Like I have been a lot more open now. I've, I've been always very open on my personal page about my mental illnesses, but now I'm starting to transfer it on my um, business page because one, it's important to talk about it. Like I've had three people in my life um, commit suicide in the past month and because no one was talking to them about it and because they felt like they were struggling so hard by themselves and they did, they weren't able to seek the help that they needed. And so now my mindset is, okay, if I can use my business platform to not only talk about obviously my business, my beautiful clients. But if one person sees a story that I post about mental illnesses and mental health, and they are like, okay, I'm not alone. That's, that's fine with me. If everyone else thinks like she's a, she's a nutcase, that's fine too. But if like one person is helped by what I talk about with mental illnesses and mental health, that's enough. That's way more than enough for me. Yeah. And so I feel like now transitioning my personal life into my business life, is scary and it's very like oh my gosh people are gonna think I'm a wacko or people are gonna think this or that it's no like they're not they're people too they know that you're a human people go through things like talk about what you're passionate about and you're not gonna feel like you're failing or being embarrassing well and that just goes back to the whole social media thing if the people who are following you like think that you're a wacko or whatever they're not the right people anyways yeah. because follow me I don't care <laughs> yeah just like I I appreciate what you do on social media because I've been there like I've been on and my parents of all people I was the most scared to talk to about it because like I didn't have a quote-unquote reason to be feeling the way that I was feeling because I yes. had it all I I really lived a blessed life I still do and so like talking to them and all of a sudden like 
my mom was the biggest advocate and she's like, you need to go see somebody like, this is not normal. This is not our Bailey that we raised. Something Mm -hmm. is wrong. And so it is, it was a chemical imbalance, but it was also environmental. And so when both of those changed and got adjusted, it was like rainbows and butterflies. And yeah, there's some days where I don't get out of bed, like, cause I don't want to, or I don't do the laundry or I don't even wash my hair. Like there's definitely those days, but the good outweighs the bad and Mm -hmm. seeking help and like having friends. Like I have a friend that was in that dark place and me of all people was an advocate to get her help. And she did. Mm-hmm. And it was a whole new ball game. Like she was a different person. And yeah. that's one person that I have helped. And even if Hermosa fails, even if something else fails, that's good that I have done. In yeah, the exactly. That, exactly. That's what we're here for. Like, yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. And like, that's like that. I go back to photography. Like I just posted the other day um, about it and basically like, I sit here and I just beat myself up constantly. Like we, like most people do like, but I am like, I'm self-conscious about my body right now. There's things I don't like, things like that. And I like hate having pictures taken of myself. And I'm like, Caitlin, like your job is to make people feel beautiful and make people (laughs) want to, to get pictures taken of them. And I'm like, that's, and so I was like thinking about it. I'm like, if I can think of myself the way I think I look at my clients and think of them, like I'd be so fucking so cocky. (laughs) I'd be so cocky in this world. I would not know how to handle myself. Like I would be ridiculous if I had the amount of confidence that I have in my clients. You know what I mean? Like I would just not know how to handle myself. And I'm like, man, if I could just at least take an ounce of that and then project it into myself, I'm going to do a little bit better. And, but then also knowing like like bringing back people back to reality of owning a small business it is stressful it is hard Mm -hmm. I put things off I do I you know there's a million and a half things that I don't do correct as a business owner and then I get anxious about it because I don't think I'm performing well and I have bad days it's not all sunshine and rainbows just because I'm finally pursuing my dream of being full-time photographer like it really isn't it is a lot of hard work and I feel like but I feel like if you are working on yourself internally and your personal life, your business world won't be as difficult. And I feel like it'll reflect your, like it, your personality will reflect on your business. If you are doing well, mentally, physically, spiritually. Yeah. So no, I agree. Your business is an extension of you. Your nine to five job is an extension of you. Whether yes. you want to admit it or not, like my full-time job is a part of me and it is yes. you know, a reflection of me. And so if I go into that place and I hate it every day, I'm not going to want to come home and work on Hermosa. Like no. it has to be a full-time balance of, I like what I do during the day. So I'm motivated to come home and do what I love at night. Yes. And you know, it's, I love my friend group. I can call them for anything. And I, I am such a huge advocate for finding those people in your life and letting everybody else go like letting all the toxic friendships go letting all the people because you and I and we've kind of talked about it but like we are givers like I'm gonna overdo it and my love language is gifts so I am going to pay you or I am going to give you the most extravagant gift ever because that's my love language yes 
but there are those people that are like, well, Bailey will pay for it, or Bailey will get me this, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And cutting take advantage people of it. out, game changer. Because I have oh. a core group that, like, if I was stranded on the side of the road two hours away from here, they would be there. No yep. doubt about it. And that is just so important in life, small business, everything. Finding the right clients, finding the right friends. And honestly, finding the right family, like family can be toxic too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Just because you're blood related does not mean that they have the right to bring toxic energy into your world. Like you choose who is in your life, whether they are blood, whether they are chosen, it doesn't matter. You know, like they, you have the right to control who is in your, in your life and in your world professionally and personally. And so, yeah, so I think it all just comes back to who you surround yourself with. And that goes back to the beginning of this is like my clients, like since my clients like trust me and we have such a cool connection, like it makes my business that much better. And that's because I surround myself with people who trust me and understand my visions and like want to support my business. And so, yeah, I think it is a very fine line of trying to make sure that I'm showing you're showing up in your everyday life mm-hmm. and making sure that you're maintaining those businesses or those relationships, but also like maintaining your business. But also like what you said, like you do not have to be successful. Like the only way of being successful is not having a small business. Like you can be successful having a nine to five doing the clock. You know what I mean? Like you can be successful in any way it looks like you are happy in your life. Yeah. You do stay not have to own mom, your own business. Stay at home, dad, yeah. whatever. The whatever hustle culture doing. needs to end. <laughs> yes. I'm so sick of that. Like, because the, when you start using the hustle culture thing, it's like, oh, if I'm not doing this, if I'm not doing this, then I'm not doing that. So these people that have nine to fives are like, oh, I want to live a life of traveling and whatever Caitlin is doing. Like, that seems fabulous. It's like, oh, but what you don't see is me sitting in my office for five days straight for 10 hour days working like or sitting on my working on my computer like so I think people I saw this quote one time and it was something like I'm such a quote person um (laughs) oh we know (laughs) it was something like um you know to the girl that is working a nine to five that doesn't you know have her life together that makes frozen meals like you're fine you are doing the average person is just as successful as these people that are like quote unquote successful in social media or in the like real world you know so I think your form of success is just based on if you're happy if you're healthy if you are like trying to live out your personal dreams whatever that is it, but it comes in so many different forms and looking at other people and being like well I'm not doing what they're doing it's like well they're a whole different human being than you are so like get <laughs> like, over the it. DNA Sorry. is different the, the whole <laughs> like, thing is different get over it you're not them if you want to travel then save your money and go travel no one is stopping you you're right. the only person stopping you from doing anything in your life because you like create those boundaries in your brain so it's like cool if you if that's what if you want to become an influencer do it like no one stop like you have a free platform to make your millions of dollars if you want to like yeah so I feel like yeah there's just there's a lot that goes behind the scenes but also it's like you can also make your life very simple and you're gonna be just fine like no I agree even if you don't have the official blue Instagram check mark or you're not an official influencer you have influence over yourself and people around you so just 
do it. Just, yeah, just do it. Be who you are meant to be. hundred <laughs> percent. And like, I still struggle with that. I'm like, oh, I shouldn't post that or, oh, I want to do this, but I don't have the time. But now I've been in the mindset, especially after last year, the craziness of 2020. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to do things if I want to do them. I'm going to buy things if I want to buy them. I'm over it. I'm over overthinking things. I'm overthinking people. I think I'm going to be crazy or don't like my lifestyle. It's like, no, it's okay. Like, I know that I'm good. I'm good on my, like, internally. I'm good spiritually. Like, everything's lined up right now. So if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. So, but again, that's a hard mindset to, like, get yourself to eventually. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree with everything we've said in this. And I think there's a lot of good content here that I think a lot of different people are going to relate to. Like if they're struggling with mental health, if they're running a small business, Mm -hmm. if they're not running a small business and want to, if they are working a nine to five, I feel like there's something here because we've done it all. Honestly, like between Mm -hmm. you and me, we've done it. We've worked at banks. We've worked at big time corporations. We've Mm -hmm. done our own thing. And I, I think that's why I wanted you on here and I'm definitely going to have you on here again is, you know, we're relatable. And I, I hope, you know, it, like I said, it's a very small group that's (laughs) listening, but hopefully it resonates with somebody somewhere. Yes. And like, that's where like, I like to call myself a Jack of all trades, a master of none, because I have done so many things in my life and so many opportunities have come my way that I've just like taken And so I think sometimes people think I'm like lying or like, they're like, there's no way that she can do this many things. And I'm like, honestly, I just do them for a really short amount of time. And then I (laughs) move on to something else. So it's like, I like to be able to, but that's what's great about like my lifestyles. Like then I could connect with so many different people. And that's what like is great about my job is now I can take these real world experiences and put him into creating connections with my clients. And so, yeah, so no, I agree. I think we like covered a little bit of it. If you want to see what it's inside my mind, listen to this podcast. <laughs> yes. So we'll I'm have 27 you... <laughs> conversations in one hour. <laughs> I am going to give you the chance to do a shameless plug for Caitlin, Diana oh, yeah. and bridal babes. So go ahead and give your handles. If anybody want, is listening, wants to follow you. Cause I want to follow you, even though I already am listening <laughs> to you. So awesome. Yeah. So um, on Instagram, my photography page is Caitlin, Diana photo. Um, I also have a side business, which is I do t-shirts, mugs. Um, I do bridal shower gifts, things like that. And that's Bridal Babe Collective. Um, and yeah, I'm a little bit on Facebook, but Instagram's mostly where I'm at. So yeah, Caitlin Diana Photo and Bridal Babe Collective. Yes. And you will be seeing very soon, come end of June, a lot of work that Caitlin has done for oh, a yeah. bachelorette party for me. And I'm so excited. And we I'm have sending it out to tomorrow. Get, <laughs> and we have so another excited. one to get ready for in September. Mm-hmm. So Caitlin yes. is going to be very busy via Hermosa events. So I'm very yes. excited. <laughs> I love it. I love the connection. It's, it's great. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Caitlin, for joining us. And that is our episode of Mimosas with Hermosa. So cheers. And I can't wait to talk to you again soon. Yeah, I'll talk to you again soon. Thank you. Bye. All right. Bye.